Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Twitter at littleempirepod. Attention listeners, listeners, beware, you're in for a scare. Um, Something terrible happened. We recorded this podcast. I'm in Auckland. Chris is in Wellington. Uh, There's a whole setup which our producer, Tim, kitted us out for. Uh, Chris was was meant to record his side of the conversation on his phone. We were having a conversation via Skype, and then he and then Tim would integrate the pure recording uh, with ours and replace uh, Chris's uh, crackly Skype voice with that. Um, Chris did not press record, so but I did hold my phone the entire time. <laughs> he was holding it as if he was recording, but he was not recording. And so, for the duration of this podcast, you're going to hear my voice in the beautiful, clear way that God intended you to hear it. Uh, and you're going to hear Chris's voice in the crackly hell way that Satan intended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's still a good ep, though. Love you guys. Hey, we just want to start by saying a big old thank you to BigPipe.co.nz, the best ISP in the mother effing country. They've got unlimited Woo! data on all of their plans, no contracts, and the plans start at, get this, $69. Giggity, giggity, giggity. Um, <laughs> that's the only family reference, family guy reference I will ever do. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Seth McFarlane. Hope you're listening. And bigger shout out to bigpipe.co.nz. Check it out. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. That was so loud. I'm so sorry. I'm uh, me and Chris are in different cities, and I and I overcompensated by yelling. Hello, guys. And I've got like I've got um, headphones in, and that almost made me deaf. That was quite shocking. I'm really sorry. I but guess I'm I, hurt that we've had to spend so much time apart, and I wanted to get back at you um, by damaging your eardrums. I could bloody hear you without my headphones screaming from uh, Auckland to Wellington, mate. Oh, I know. I'm sorry. Isn't it weird that they're called eardrums, but they got. They got no beat to them. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the Male Gaze, a podcast uh, where two male gays, myself, Eli Matthewson. And myself, Chris Parker. Yak about the issues they face in the world and the things they want to yak about. I've started using the word yak a lot, Chris. Do you, <laughs> since you left, what do you think of it? What do you think about that? It reminds me of that. Do you remember that at Yak Yak? No. It was, okay, it didn't really take off, but when I was in Dunedin for like a show once, it was like, people were kind of using it. There was a little bit of buzz about it. And essentially it was like anonymous tweets. So you could like go onto the app and people would just like tweet these things, but they wouldn't, there were no names to them. So like that kind of oh. anonymity meant that people would write kind of rude, naughty things on Yik Yak. But I quite, 
enjoyed it because it was just like a whole bunch of ruthless Dunedin students just kind of writing disgusting other? things. Oh, yeah. that's horrible. But then uh, you can like upvote the yak and, up and downvote it and all that kind of stuff. Is a yak an upvote and a yak a, da- a downvote? I don't know. I think it's just upvote, downvote, and the at was just yik yak. Oh, yeah. Well, like, we're, just having, we're just having the old yik yak <laughs> out in the old farm and we're just strawing our mouths and yik yakking. I can imagine there's heaps of farmers using yik yaks. <laughs> farmers yeah. being like, I hate cows, but I can't reveal this uh, <laughs> in front of the other farmers. So I'm taking I it to yik I wonder if there's more to life. <laughs> just up yak. <laughs> Sometimes um, I think about uh, my sister's husband in a sexual <laughs> way. <laughs> hey, we start every episode with the fact of the gay. Um, do you want me to go first, Chris? Do you want to go first? I'll go first. Oh, Dom. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, so Paul Foster Bell, do you know who he is? No. He's that national MP who like just came out like publicly like uh, maybe like a week ago or something. Oh, um, and it was it was kind of like an open secret. Like lots of people kind of knew about it. Mm-hmm. But he just sort of did it because it was in response to Brian Tamaki, the head of Destiny Church. If you were in the last episode, oh, the episode before that, he's that annoying man who runs like a cult essentially in New Zealand and he said that homosexuals are causing earthquakes it's hideous anyway this national MP decided to like publicly come out and um good on him I reckon yeah, and he's the only national he's the only national MP at the moment who's uh publicly out and I started thinking who was the first um openly gay MP in New Zealand do you know who that was Eli who who was that <laughs> Labour MP Chris Carter in 1993. Oh, congrats, did, Chris Carter. Yeah, and then he didn't get a seat uh, in 1996. I got all the facts, mate. But then um, he opened the door in a way for like Tim Barnett, who was a Christchurch MP, which is where we're both from, Eli. We are. Do you remember Tim? Do you remember Tim Barnett? No, not really. I was kind of aware of him. I thought he was a cool guy, and, and maybe we knew each other on like a gay subconscious level. <laughs> you can uh, Well, that's maybe why I liked him. Yeah, tel- tel- telepathically. <laughs> and the world's first transsexual MP and mayor, Georgina Beyer, who's oh. actually really sick at the moment. Yeah, of course. Uh, what year was but... she elected? Do you know? Oh, Eli, oh, sorry. no. I don't... No, this is... no, don't worry, this isn't an exam. <laughs> yeah. Well, it felt like a pop quiz. I think it would have been the, the 90s, and then she... Uh, like left and became the mayor of Carterton, but she was like the Carterton uh, representative as well. Yeah, when, she, I, when like, she when I I remember being aware of her, but not being aware of when she was elected. Like I, so she was yeah. it was definitely when I was a, a child. She was kind of on her way out of government when we were kind of aware that there was a government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of interesting because I and this was just something I learned while I was looking up that fact because I want to know the difference between the term transsexual and transgender because it feels like the term transsexual is sort of well you don't hear as much as as you do the word transgender now Mm -hmm. but apparently Mm -hmm. um, people who have the sort of um, like any kind of surgery that will like um, physically change their gender Mm -hmm. to what they want to identify with quite a few of them prefer the term transsexual over transgender, but it's kind of like, it's up to the individual, I guess, to def- decide which sort of term they prefer. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. Transgender has definitely also- risen in popularity as uh, transsexual has uh, dwindled in terms of usage, I think. And I, I don't know about, maybe I, I, could be, I could be wrong here, but I feel like there's sort of like a weird 
cloud over the term transsexual. Like even saying it feels kind of like you're being like ignorant or something. But I mean, it's great that like some people like choose to identify by that word. And I think they're like trying to reclaim that word back as well. So it's kind of interesting. That's awesome. It's crazy that there's only one openly gay national MP because I feel like I have met a lot of openly gay young gnats. I feel like... I I, know. know. Like every young gnat is like a perfectly groomed gay man. This is the thing I've learned. I noticed as well being in Wellington, which is where our government is for um, our international listeners. You should probably know that anyway, but I maybe I don't know. Um, There's a lot of gay public servants, the people who work for... um, Totally. ...government who are like... Again, like very well groomed, very smart, very articulate, like gay individuals, um, and this is kind of interesting. I was like, I wonder what the sort of end of year functions are like. <laughs> That's initially <laughs> my mind. I'd love to infiltrate a young nat party and see just how many boys I could kiss. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but I just you know I'd like to see what the vibe is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> would you like to hear my fact of the gay? Shoot. This is a sad one. So Russia's state censorship have just banned the game uh, FIFA 2017, the uh, new soccer game. The reason they've done that is because uh, FIFA had added a feature into the game where you could wear a rainbow soccer shirt um, and uh, the Russian government considered that gay propaganda, which goes against their 2013 uh, legislation that uh, you cannot uh, promote gay lifestyle. How is that? Sucks. Russia, this is that is such a hot take, Chris. Um, congratulations <laughs> on that piping hot take. Russia, just like, is it, isn't it? Like, I guess I've been thinking about this a lot recently, just in terms of like we're we're witnessing kind of maybe the fall of the American Empire, and then there's other I powers know. rising up, and Russia is one of these huge world powers. And Bloody hell! That, that's the kind of um. Well, we're going to be first on their target list, mate. So we better be careful what we say. Well, you know, I'm going to be wearing my rainbow soccer shirt when they come Don't to know. find me. And uh, and That's they'll be like, "Do you play soccer?" And I'll be like, mm, "Not really. <laughs> I just like <laughs> the shirt." <laughs> uh, I used to play a lot of. My brother used to play a lot of. Wait, FIFA is this? We're we talking about the like the game, the yeah. video game. The, yeah, uh, right. PlayStation game. My brother used to play quite a bit, but I kind of enjoy just like sitting and watching the screen. Oh yeah. But I'm not a big video gaming kind of guy. I used to play Pro Evolution, which was kind of like a um, a knockoff of FIFA, but it was better. Like it was better. It, the word on the street was that it was a better game, but it didn't have the license to use the players' names, so they were called like Rivaldo instead of Ronaldo and that kind of thing. Uh, it's called Pro Evolution. Yeah, that's a weird. Uh, Such a weird. No, but I, I mean, it sums me up perfectly. Uh, yes. I'm very Pro Evolution. I believe in I'm it, pro. and I believe it's helped. <laughs> But they don't need like grind a tagline, eh? Yeah. Pro evolution. I'm really pro evolution because without it, we'd just pro be the choice. <laughs> <laughs> pro evolution and pro choice. <laughs> and pro footballer. Uh, and pro. That's, that's my grinder bio. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so the, what's the theme for this? How would you describe the theme for this week's episode, Eli? Um, the theme. Eli, Eli, Eli. I would call the theme for this episode the hosts were in a lazy mood. Um, <laughs> what have <laughs> done this uh, week? If you're or lazy Sundays, <laughs> the theme is lazy, lazy Sundays. Lazy Sundays. Wasn't that that compilation album they used to put a lazy Sunday out every year? And um, yes. I feel like the song yeah. that was always on, like they did like four, but they, all of them had that song. A song that's like, if you're fond of sand dunes and salty air. Sweet. I had a lot of Lazy Sunday albums because I 
from an early age really likes kind of like chill music that you could just like yeah. legs around there. I don't know why I was so stressed as a kid, but I was like, oh, just put on some Nora Jones. I'll just like run a bath and I'll just <laughs> chill out. I definitely very recently have gone to Spotify radio and put in Nora Jones Don't Know Why, which I feel like is the 2017-16 equivalent of uh, buying a Lazy Sunday album. Uh, Nora Jones rocks. She I love Nora Jones. rolls. She's yeah, got yeah, a great yeah. cameo in Ted One. Shout out to Seth MacFarlane again. Um, <laughs> Huge, huge promotion for Seth MacFarlane this episode. Yeah, the official the theme is uh, Lazy Sundays, but the unofficial theme is Seth MacFarlane, we love Rocks. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you follow our Facebook page, uh, The Male Gaze, and if you don't, click over to it and give us a like you will see we put up a little photo of us it's a face swap classic <laughs> have you guys seen this technology it's amazing it takes your face I puts have, on someone else's face i have massive anxiety around face swaps because my <laughs> my face on other people looks really gross but other people's faces on my head they look really hot I am looking at our one right now, and that is a hundred percent true of our swap. My face on your um, on your hair looks great. It looks like I've got a head and nose job. You look fantastic, and yeah. then me, my face on your thing, terrible. Yeah. I think that's because I've got no definition around my eyes or something. Like they just are so like I've got little blonde lashes and little blonde eyebrows, so I just kind of waste away. <laughs> yeah. You've got a, distri- a defining, like sort of striking face, Eli. Oh, thank you. But maybe so I've much. got good bone structure. So You've definitely got good, got good bone structure, which is helping me out. Uh, your chin right, and your yeah. cheeks. Anyway, we put this photo out and please look at it um, and tell us what you think. Uh, Who do you think's <laughs> Who do you think's a better face swapper? Uh, but we asked for requests for things that you would like us to talk about uh, on this podcast. Uh, the number one, the number one comment with eleven likes is from Chris Parker, who hosts it. Who says, "I would like the whole episode to be dedicated to Eli's arm routine at the gym." Um, so that's what we're talking about this week. <laughs> and Eli, every let's week get into from this. here on out. Um, no, I don't want to give away my secrets, but uh, we can talk about a few other things. Um, why don't you choose the first one, Chris? Are you looking at this right now? Oh, goody. Yeah, I just I just got on it. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start with... Um, let's start with poppers. <laughs> Great. Literally, the person just wrote poppers. Thank like, you. Just poppers and no more, no less. And it's got two likes, so it's a great topic. Thank you. Shout out to William Tate for writing poppers on there. Uh, can I confess something? I yes. don't know if I fully know what poppers uh, is. I think... I make Neither a lot of jokes I, about it. Um, well, okay. So they're like, isn't it like a, it's like a, a little bottle that you inhale. Like it's a vapor kind of thing that you smell up your nose. eh? Oh, like rush. And, like, isn't it rush? Are they the same thing? I think it is. I'm looking at poppers. Yeah. And did an uh, image search. And the second image is three bottles of rush. Okay. I don't, I've done double, that. Yeah, I've done it too, but I haven't done it. I did it around a whole bunch of like friends and we were like, oh, let's try it out at New Year's. Were you there for that? Yeah, I was there and I did it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was really... And it, it did... gave me a headache. It's like poison. Like it just smells like paint or something, right? Yeah, it smells like you're you're sniffing a, a petrol pump. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but then the reason it's so kind of like linked to the specifically like gay community is because doesn't it make your butthole 
release. I think that is it relaxes you downstairs. Um, so it's quite common for people to like hoof on some puppers. Um, <laughs> hoof on some puppers. Do you want to have a wee hoof on some puppers and then put my pricker in <laughs> your puppers. Hoof on some puppers and puff on their hoofers. Um, and and then have a bit of sex, right? Isn't that sort of the sort of cliche? But it's kind of like a nine. It feels like sort of like you'd sort of see it in sort of like a nineties. Did you just um, drop something? Segment. What? <laughs> I may have like maybe. I'm sort of lounging on my bed. <laughs> oh, nice! And um, playing with a plate of feta cheese that was sort of left over from my a, lunch. What a classic lazy Sunday to have. <laughs> yeah. On the Thursday that we were recording this podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't, don't ruin the magic. This is weird to find out for me. I always assumed poppers would be like pills because I would assume that you would be called poppers because you pop them out of the little case and then you pop them on like, your tongue. Yeah, like those candy, they like crackle and pop. Yeah, because which bit are you popping? Is it because your butthole's popping open? Or No, I don't think it's like that. It's more like... <laughs> <laughs> like <sighs> my mind is sort of like a... <laughs> <laughs> would be a very funny sound for a butt to make. <laughs> Better than like that. Um, oh, and what exactly are poppers? Look, this is a, an article from The Independent, and it was in 2016. Do they come in different flavors? This one's called Bang, and there's another one called Liquid Gold, and oh. Purple Haze. Oh, Purple and, Haze. Jimi Hendrix reference. I wonder if he used to Yeah, um, a group of chemicals known as alkyne nitrates, originally amyl nitrates were used. Mm -hmm. Now, this is not a science class, this is a gay podcast. They're sold in shops and online (laughs) sex shops. And what do they do? (laughs) They open the blood vessels, increase blood flow, and frequently reduce blood pressure while increasing the heart rate. That'll give you a bit of a rush, wouldn't it? They would. Oh, because they called it rush. Yeah. But we still don't know why they called it poppers. Anyway, they give you a dizzying head rush. A sort of oh. high, in other words. Did you ever do NOS, Eli? Yes. Yeah. I but only... Loved... Um, not when it was cool. <laughs> like, when I was, like, 23. You know, like... It was so cool while I was at high school. High school was huge, and I was like, I don't do that. No. <sighs> well, I don't know if I would... I don't feel like I'm the kind of guy that would love to have, like, pop... I don't do a lot of drugs anyway, so Congrats. I'm not the kind of... I'm not a kind of poppers kind of guy. Yeah. But I imagine if you're into it, you know, it's great. You can have your own, you can have it like a spice rack. You could just sort of have them all up there and then pick which <laughs> one you want tonight. Yeah, you have your row of colognes and then your row of different scented candles and then your row of poppers and you can pick whichever one you want. Uh, uh, we should, we should, we should find out for another podcast if there are different flavors, but it's going to take more research. But I guess they all just smell like chemicals. Yeah, but we could have like Tom Ford made a range of poppers or something. Did you see Tom oh, Ford that... this week? Did you? Are, we, uh, are you? Were you about to say the same thing that I am? I just no. I just said that's a great idea that he should make designer poppers. It'd be beautiful. Tom Ford uh, said this week that doing it in press for nocturnal animals. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. 
Thoughts. He uh, said in an interview that he believes that every straight man should uh, get penetrated at least uh, once in their life so that they can know what that experience is like uh, for... I think we've already discussed that on a previous episode as well. Like. You should. Everyone should have a go, and then figure, and then they can decide if they want to go back or not. You know. Yeah, because you don't need to. You don't need to be gay to do that. You can just buy a little um, pros, prostate reacher or something. Um, yeah, it could be even like a sort of straight looking one. Could look like a rugby ball. Yeah, and I think <laughs> I think Tom Ford actually makes one that looks like a rugby ball that you can use and smells like heaven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's do another question, Eli. What's uh, what one do you want to talk about next? This is kind of fun. This is just like Isn't going it? through Facebook and just chatting out. Oh, here's a here's one that I think will be easy for us to answer. Hi, this is from Charlie Marsh. Hi, when teenagers talk amongst their peers and say things like, "Oh yeah, I hate that. It's so gay. Uh, fuck off. That's gay." Sorry for saying the f word. Should have uh, trigger Ooh, trigger warning. Oh, trigger warning. warning uh, M15 is the running of this podcast. Uh, does this Mature. Speak- does this offend you? I know it's just a word they use with no homosexual intention, but it is, is it offensive to a gay person? Yes, 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 yes. yes. It is. It is we've, very, very offensive. We've already talked on this podcast about how my friends at high school used to say, that's gayer than Eli, when they, uh, yeah. when they, wow. and I've got to tell you, deeply offensive. I mean, it's, it's because of the, the um, I mean, for any, anyone who's like, I mean, I feel like the majority of our audience will already know not to use this word, but it's kind of like, well, you've got a, you're putting a negative connotation. It's got a negative connotation to the word. So, of course, to associate something that you identify with something like in a negative light is like hurtful. Yeah. But I sometimes use the word "gay" now in like a positive way. Like, oh, that's a bit gay. Like, I like I like that. Like yeah. Kind of. Oh, I I identify to that in a great way. But I think I use "camp" more now. Like, oh, it's so camp. I like that. Which I quite like. I like to bring it back in terms of like uh, your mood. Like I'm in a real gay mood today. Just I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, sort of got a, a, a jump in my step. Our friend Alice I is s- trying to reclaim the word pussy, and so that the word pussy, instead of meaning like um, a little pussy, means like a powerful pussy, and I respect that. I love that. There's a um, famous drag queen on RuPaul's Drag Race, um, Alaska. I love Alaska. Uh, Love her, and she always says, "I love your pussy," and I just think that's a great mm. way to greet someone. Yeah. Or say goodbye to them. Oh. Bye, mum. Love your pussy. <laughs> it made me. Did you? <laughs> Please never say that to your mum. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for your question, Charlie Marsh, and um, yeah. you're a powerful pussy. Um, <laughs> you're a powerful. <laughs> you are a powerful pussy. One of these is just his presents for mother-in-laws, which I think is quite funny. <laughs> That's pretty good. I feel like we could tackle this issue because it doesn't necessarily... Like, we don't have to talk about specifically gay things. No, we don't uh, at pres- all. Presents for mother-in-laws. Let's tackle this, Eli. Okay, well, Christmas, so say, is, Christmas is coming up. Um, and what, are, what would I suggest? I mean, it's hard buying presents for, um, like, extended family or, like, you know, uh, family members, like, partners of other people and stuff yeah oh, i hate it i've got so i've got four sisters and they're all you know slowly collecting husbands and just every christmas it's like how many people do i have to buy for now uh, yeah. we solve it out by just buying one present for like you're responsible for one person but then that name got pulled out of a hat oh yeah and so 
I was like, there's going to be some like awkward pairings here. Who like they might not oh. have anything to do with each other, but it brings the family together, doesn't it? I wish our family would do. I've tried to put it forward so many times, and if you're listening, family members, please, can we go to a one present system? It's I, so expensive. I'm gonna have a meltdown at the mall again this year. I all I do, I just like, <laughs> I get to the mall and I go to some shops and I cry and then I get a massage and then I go to the food court and I lie on the floor <laughs> and I don't okay, want it to happen I- again. <laughs> On the count of three, what you just have to name the first thing that comes to your mind, which is the present that you'd buy from mother or law. One, two, three, go. Incense. <laughs> <laughs> like Nai Chumba? Is that the scent from like Cosmic Corner? Yeah, yeah. Definitely and, like, Cosmic Corner. Some Tibetan protest, um, protest like flags to put around the house. Yeah, and some, um, some like yoga pants. Like, what, what are they called? What? what are the pants called that you get from Cosmic Corner? Thai fisherman pants. Thai, and a pair of Thai fisherman pants uh, tie-dyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you going to get? What did you get your mother-in-law? Uh, probably like a fancy candle. A fancy yeah. candle would... You just can't go wrong. It's just like a classic. Isn't I it? love oh, candles. Cream. Oh, hand cream's good candles. as well. Candles are so good. I never knew. I was always, I was on the side of like, yeah, why would you even get anyone a, pre- a candle as a present? It's so boring. I have a candle in my room now, and I I want to light it every afternoon. But instead, I save I, it for treats. I was once kissing my boyfriend on my bed. Congratulations. <laughs> no. He's and dreamy. Then, <laughs> And then he was like, can you smell something burning? And then a pillow had fallen into a, a Koya candle and it caught on fire. And I'm like, ah, like screaming and trying to put it out with my hand. And it was this like new pillow that I got from Bed Bath & Beyond. It was like a complete and utter gay disaster. Um, <laughs> oh, Chris, that should be the name of your next show. A gay disaster. A complete and utter gay disaster. Oh, I like that. Um, that is good, eh? Hey. Let's uh, get into more of these questions. Cool. I'm taking to Twitter. We also put this on Twitter. You can follow us on Twitter yeah. at the Male Gaze, or, for, or and also for our individual Twitters if you want to. This um, is a great promo for Seth MacFarlane, as we've already discussed, but also our social media, our social meets, um, which we yeah. really pour, uh, you know, about uh, social media, or more like social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or more like social greedier because you're, yeah. you're consuming so much and you should um, scale back a little bit but keep us I'm on your radar look at, look at our um, Twitter as well I'm looking at this uh, this one's from Damien uh, it says overrepresentation of gay men in queer media hashtag no yeah. shade hashtag actually would like to hear well look I mean we're part of the problem aren't we I mean it's always we're always trying to rip, rip broaden the voices and uh, make um, our sort of media more diverse, aren't we? Like that's yeah. the goal, really, isn't it? To represent more of the underrepresented. Um, and I mean, there's, I mean, what can you, do, what can you do in that instance apart from? I've always kind of had this discussion with my boyfriend, like because I am like I make a lot of projects and I am like pr- I'm always like proud of those projects of my sexuality and I like, never kind of hide that and I'm always like oh god I really hope I'm not like taking the sort of opportunities away from those who are even more marginalized or are way more underrepresented mm. I think it's like it's like as long as I can keep an air out and find those voices and then like help and like work with them and 
like and make sure that I'm supporting them as well. Like it's like then we can all kind of build and work towards a culture where we're all sort of supporting each other, right? I mean, that's yeah. just my own personal purpose, but then there's like the I mean, I'm, I wouldn't call myself a leader in the media, like these like these bigger guns, you know, and who are running the who are running the shop. Chris, you're a leader yeah. in the media. I'll call you it. And I call it like No, I no, but but I mean, yes, but I mean, like in terms of like, uh, like the news or like CNN or uh, television or whatever. Like, yeah, you're not on CNN. That is true. That cannot be denied. <laughs> <laughs> like globally, Eli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm thinking, I'm thinking global here. Baby. Okay. Yeah. Okay, baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do you reckon? Um, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. I don't know if I can give a proper opinion. Like, yeah. All I know is that I definitely want representation for everyone in the media. Um, I personally have uh, occasionally been uh, a little bit, uh, not attacked, but like criticized on social media. And sometimes people have done it on in a kind of like another uh, gay male comedian. Like that's a, that's a phrase that people have oh, used to describe right. something that I've done that they're offended by. Um, um, I'm sorry. I'm, I mean, it's awful that you to ever offend anyone makes you feel awful. Uh, but it's also kind of part of the business of doing comedy and producing content and all that type of stuff. Uh, and I don't know. I find it so frustrating because for me, in terms of like the New Zealand industry, in terms of gay representation in comedy, it's still so small that to be derided totally. derided in that way where people are like, oh, another gay man doing. Com-. I'm like. Truly, uh, there's in terms of stand up, there's like, there's still almost none, you know. I, I and so I don't know. In a no, way, I think that's I think that's a great point, Eli. I I was just thinking it made me kind of think about like, especially with social media, like your uh, the things that you like and the the world that you create for yourself inside that sort of digital space because it can become really really niche and small, I reckon. And so yeah, like you the like my social media it's like the things i like on facebook or twitter it's like all of it is like queer oriented yeah and so like the kind of you like white cisgendered um homosexual voices are yes like taking up the kind of mainstream but then if you blow that open into the wider um kind of social media world like it's still a fraction of what it is you know like the 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 majority of people in the world are, you know, there's hardly any representation of anyone queer in the media still. We're still having to fight. So we, I feel like we're on the same mission, yeah, aren't we? Yeah, totally. It's like, and it's like, if I can find some, if, if I meet someone who's got an incredible, like who's a, incredibly funny and represents a thing that like we don't see a lot of, it's like I, I want to like, I want to hear more from them. I want to support them for sure. Yeah. It's like I'm not trying to actively diminish those voices yeah totally i guess we do have a responsibility to support those who um don't necessarily have a platform i think yeah i think yes no you go no i'm dumb okay well yeah i I guess it's the it's the responsibility of anyone who's in a position of making uh content if they've got a bit of a platform to bring in different voices and create more diversity and that is something that i think um so you know we should do our bit to do as well totally um, hey there's a goal for 2017 17. uh baby i definitely know me and chris both went to a party recently uh and do you, you remember this party right where we turned up and it was just like 
literally entirely gay men, but everyone yeah. was white. The yeah. whole party was white, and it was uh, pretty distressing. <laughs> it was quite well. It's just as well that they were all a very similar type of guy as well, like because they were all, they all had a very similar body type as well, like which is the thing that really kind of blew me open, like yeah. blew me open. Um, but they were like there was no kind of like larger body shapes or <laughs> he you know, like, blew or me open. <laughs> he blew me. How was your date? It was open. great. He blew me open. <laughs> Um, I'm all of head over heels. He blew me open. He's the man of my dreams. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's that. Oh, god! They all look the same. They're all like, yeah, very similar kind of short back and sides, tight black t-shirts, big guns. Yeah, and if it was summer, like you betcha, cap and like you yeah. know, and sleeves cut off, fun, fun singlet. Yeah, um, you know what? But I feel like I totally fit into that. We, d- all, yeah, we yeah. all we all fit into the things in, in different ways, don't we? But oh, oh, I'm a body conscious I'm a body obsessed gay who will wear a singlet and a cap at any <laughs> if there's <laughs> if there's a ray of sunshine sneaking over the cloud, um, you better believe the arms will be out and the cat will be turned the F backwards. I do like I mean, I used to throw a bit of shade at your way to, about going to the gym so much and being kind of like like gym obsessed but to be fair i've started going to the gym more frequently in wellington mainly because i don't like have many friends here oh and I this is a call am... out this podcast is a call out please <laughs> no <laughs> please I'll be socialize with chris parker <laughs> um, but i love i do actually really like feeling strong like this this kind of a thing that i've always felt and it's kind of a stereotype uh lumped in with homosexual men that they're kind of effeminate and therefore weaker which is like just a really annoying way to think mm. but there is something about like feeling sort of strong in my body that i like i'm definitely kind of empowered by uh, yeah i i spent so much of my life especially at high school and stuff being the weakest one and the worst at sports and all that kind of stuff and so to now be an adult and be uh more physically fit than most of the straighties i know um yeah. it makes me feel damn good and I ain't afraid oh. to say it. <laughs> hey, here's a really crazy thing that actually happened to me yesterday. Speaking of feeling strong, yeah. I was walking across the road after the gym in Wellington and this dude, and I don't mean to judge him on his appearance, but he was wearing like those kind of sharkies, those kind of like, um, like wrap around sunglasses and like a leather coat and like oh. big ass boots. And I was like, maybe this guy's like full fashion and just like completely like doing this kind of crazy ironic fashion game i couldn't quite work it out and i was sort of like looking at what he was wearing under my glasses and just going like what are sort of his vibes and then as we crossed the road i got fully shoulder bunched by him like my um he like kind of must have smacked me in the arm and it hurt all day like oh. so i was like it couldn't it couldn't have even been like an accident if it if it was like it felt like he had like a brick in his shoulder Ooh. and kind of smacked it at me. It was that kind of violent. Shit. And I was like trying to think what what it was about my appearance or the way that I was holding myself in the street that like was threatening to him, that he felt like he had to attack me like that. Yeah. It was crazy. That's I awful. haven't experienced that since high school. Yeah. Like where that would happen quite a bit and you just kind of ignore it and you just kind of thought that was 
our life was and how you deserve to be treated, which it isn't for anyone who's listening in in high school. It is not, and it gets better. Um, but yeah, isn't that crazy? I, was like, I can't believe these, these people are still doing this. It's still kind of like budging people out of the way like that. It's just revolting. That's awful, Chris. And I'm so glad you're getting out of Wellington because it really is a cesspit of uh, vile. There are some wonderful people here, but that man in particular, I was like, you need to be cast away, baby. Put him on a boat and send him away yeah. somewhere. The middle of a deserted island somewhere. He is not fun. <laughs> middle of a deserted island with his 10 favorite albums. Um, <laughs> hey, a rope think... and uh, blow up Lilo. <laughs> I love it. Hey, uh, I think that's all maybe uh, we are going to talk about today. Um, yeah. <laughs> this was a fun episode, though. It was really fun. And we've still got some more requests on that status. So they, they may inform, because some of them were such huge topics that we were like, we can't, we'd have to devote we a whole episode to that. can't dive into chunky ones. No, yeah. you're right. Yeah. And some of those chunky ones, I was like, oof. Too chunky for my mind space right now. We but just want the little day. fizzy, the fizzy poppy ones. Yeah, we just poppers. Want the Tom Ford poppers. Um, so the poppers of request. Top of the poppers. Top of the poppers by Tom Ford. Uh, this podcast was sponsored by Top of the Poppers by Tom Ford, uh, but uh, fictitiously, but uh, non-fiction fictitiously. It's IRL sponsored by BigPipe.co.nz. Thank you, Big Pipe. We love. We love you. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... It really shows what what the sort of whimsical schooling of a place like Harry Potter actually does to you. Like, you spend so much of your school life battling, you know, overgrown plants and fishing, like, fairies out of the lake that you actually don't learn how to adjust to being an adult... So you turn into like this weird sort of... Everyone's very socially awkward. Yeah, no one knows how to talk to people. There's clear sexual chemistry between multiple characters and they all they all have no idea what to do with it. <laughs> Penis? <laughs> what is that? Some sort of Groot snoot? <laughs> Some sort of squadly waddly? Uh, penis is definitely some sort of Groot snoot. <laughs> what? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.